Third World Cinema Club. Hello guys, welcome to a... All of our episodes are special. Welcome to an episode of Third World Cinema Club. That's malang special eh. Una pala fail na eh. I'm John Tawasel from Present Confusion. I'm Engelbert Rafferty. I go by Cine de Calibre on Letterboxd. Hi, I'm Jim of Jimmy Nicolat Ibapa. I'm DJ Ramones of ReverseDelay.net. I'm Princess Kinock of Film Police Reviews. And finally, I'm Richard Bolisay. And I'm, I'm, I'm myself. <laughs> <laughs> Palakpakan po natin. <laughs> I am my own person. I am my own person. <laughs> so today we're gonna talk about the films of the recently concluded Q Cinema International Film Festival. Yeah. So, yung Q basa Q Cinema ay quality or hindi? Queer. Queer. <laughs> Quantity nga na isipin. Quantity. 95% queer. Quantity. Quaint. <laughs> Depende na. So, we're gonna talk first about the um Asian Next Wave entries and then we're gonna talk a, li- a little bit about the shorts and then for our last segment we're gonna talk each of us is gonna talk about one non-competition film that we liked or maybe not liked in the festival yeah. so let's start with um, Kaaway Sa Sulod uh, directed by R.B. Barbarona it's about a uh, a military person who encounters an NPA after a bot situation and as it turns out they look exactly the same They're, so what's what's happening what's what's going on Ayan. so who's seen Kaway sa Sulod? raise your hands yeah. uh, I, I count oh, yeah. one, Jim, two, three uh, kamusta ang Kaway sa Sulod? four nangaaway yung pelikula eh <laughs> tell us why why? Uh, good point muna Ako ay commend si Leon Monsanto because uh-huh. it's a dual role. So, hindi okay. naman madali kapag gumanap ka ng dual role. Mm-hmm. Ang magaling naman kay Leon Monsanto, uh, kasi kapag diba, dual role siya, and may required kasi na accent eh, dun sa mga roles. So, for me, naitawid naman yun ni, ano, ni Leon Monsanto. Mm-hmm. Ang negative point, I believe, ng pelikula ay magulo siya. Hindi malinaw yung yeah. minsahe na gustong iparating sa audience. Tapos for me, parang naging preachy siya yung pelikula. Uh-huh. Hindi naman to faith-based film, pero nagiging preachy siya. So, yun yung negative point for me ng pelikula. And at the same time, may, hindi pulido yung editing. Ganon. Mm-hmm. Hindi consistent yung lighting ng pelikula. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, DJ. Preach lang dun sa eksena ni General Rapatan? Or may iba pang mga elemento? May iba pang elemento. Kasi parang, pwede, ka, pwede ko kasing isipin as an audience na propaganda film siya. Or ano siya eh, uh, paano ba? Propaganda on the side of, aling side ng politics? Side ng ano? Rebels. Oh, rebel. Rebels. Yan yung nakikita okay. ko dun sa pelikula. Basta naguguluhan ako dun sa ano talaga yung message ng pelikula. Yun. Although it's not a bad film. Charger. Ako gusto ko yung pagiging openly political ng pelikula. I think it's a kind of film that we really need now and mm. very much reflective of the time. So hindi na gusto ko yung pagiging malinaw niya in terms of uh, which side of politics the filmmakers are on. Uh, very strong yung script nito. I've read it during the selection committee of Q-Cinema. And I think nahirapan kasi talaga si RB maghanap ng co-funding. Mm-hmm. And thereby, uh, me- medyo nag-suffer din yung technical quality ng pelikula. So, from sabi ko nga sa kanya, parang sana i- itaas natin yung antas ng filmmaking because the script itself requires that kind of... Uh, more you know more sophisticated filmmaking kasi malaki yung hinihingi ng script dalawang characters yeah. complicated yeah. na sides yeah. ng soldiers and rebels etc ah uh, ko yung complexity although i think yung naging problem ko din sa kanya is that the politics is quite black or white so may evil may good so nawala yung nuance for me nung yung intricacy lang nung nung nung, nung tinatalakay niyang ano mm-hmm. subject Karikaturish na nga yung figure ni General Rapatan. Yeah, very palparan. Obviously, oh. si palparan siya. Yeah. 
I agree with dun sa ano, yung politics niya. It follows from Tupog Imatoy naman na clear yung hindi nga siya, ano lang, para advocacy na siya eh. Dahil ganun ka-strong yung view niya on this situation in our country. Pero yun niya, uh, consensus naman sa atin na yung execution talaga niya na coming from Tupog Imatoy na medyo mm, realist. I mean, as is. Pero ito, genre na yung atake niya eh. Di ba? Uh-huh. Parang nagkaroon ng dapat exciting siya so may action din na full on action, action scene at the start eh as afterwards iba na yung approach niya mm-hmm. ano siya political action sailor siya yeah. na mas naging political than the action sailor <laughs> i think sa tupog umatoy uh, hindi man ako ganun ka fan mas umangkop din naman yung ano yung filmmaking yes, na medyo uh, ano di ba medyo hindi ganun ka sophisticated kasi yung subject matter hindi naman nangangailangan ng sophistication mm-hmm. eto kasi mataas yung ano mataas yung antas ng ano niya parang uh, ambitious ambitious uh, tingin ko kung nabigyan ng ano ng mas marami pang oras to polish it to to you know to have more money to actually and funding oo oh. oh, oh, funding oh. siguro nga kasi kahit ako aminado hindi naman talaga siya bad film. Yeah, it's not a bad film. It's just that I'm really angry. It's term doon? information overload. It's just that I'm watching So for me, it's not a good thing. It's not a genre film. It's a political action thriller film. But it's not effective that way. Mm-hmm. Kayo, John, and... Pero nakaka-curious yung pangalan ng General Rapatan. Do you think it's a play on words? Yun eh, may pa-joke ako sa letterbox na kung NPA ba si Rapatan, karapatan yung pangalan. Mm. <laughs> Pero dahil hindi siya NPA, oh. hindi na kompleto yung karapatan. Oh, hindi kompleto yung karapatan, <laughs> walang rights. May isa siyang mahabang eksena yung, ano, no, yung nag- nagtatalakay siya nung Nazism. Uh-huh. Na, uh-huh. Isang long take. Uh-huh. Na in itself maganda siya, pero parang tingin ko sa kabuuan ng pelikula, parang uh, medyo nag-fall short lang din. Kasi parang hindi siya, mm-hmm. sa kanina siya, siya talaga nagkukuhir dun sa, ano, dun sa film language ng pelikula. Na, which makes me think na may mga pelikula talaga na hindi pang, ano, pang grand festivals na six months or seven uh-huh. months na binibigay. May mga pelikula na kailangan talaga mas matagal na oras para uh, umayos, mapolish, mapaganda. So, yun, I think, Okay ding erase na issue yun about these kinds of festivals. At third, having read the script, yan, anong parts doon sa original script yung sana nakita mo doon sa final product? Very compelling kasi yung script. Like, ano talaga, uh, yung dalawang characters, yung rebel na Dion Monsanto, tsaka yung soldier na Dion Monsanto. Oo. Uh, yung kanilang pagmimit sa gitna ng pelikula. Ano talaga, matas yung build-up. Hmm. So parang hindi ko naramdaman yung compellingness na yun sa mm. film. And I think they also had to revise a few sequences para mas madali ma-shoot. So, siguro hindi man dun sa, ano, dun sa actual scenes, it's more of the tone, the tone of the film that, that compels you, draws you to it. Like yung eksena na yung itatakas si ano, yung di ba parang papasukin nila yung bahay. That's, that's supposed to feel like, you know, like, Super At the edge of your seat kind parang of. Parang sapat tense yung ano talaga na next scene. Doon medyo naging artsy na. <laughs> well, I don't mean artsy in a good way, but you know. <laughs> medyo, oo, oh, kulang siya sa ano, kulang siya sa energy. Yeah. May napansin ako noon, ay sorry, may napansin ako yung eksena doon na parang may nahulog. Ano yung nahulog? Yung stuntman ata yun. Kasi hindi, sinama siya eh. Hindi siya parang tinanggal. So parang feeling ko, legit na <laughs> nahulog talaga yung stuntman kasi walang ano walang harness something kumusta na kaya siya so ano naman same sentiment sa inyong lahat parang sayang sayang na oportunidad pero yun nga i i think it says a lot about yung 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 stress nung very short production times for festivals like this kaya yun it's a it's a victim of of parang yung sistema ng paggawa ng pelikula natin ngayon for festivals unfortunately pero you know Keep keep making films. Mm. You know, so, dapat meron pang ano, like another screening ng like mas polished na version. Yeah, I mean, if kung may pera siya. Hashtag <laughs> release the barbicat. <laughs> barbicat talaga. <laughs> Although nung kinausap ko siya after during the awards night after the screening, yun nga. Uh, keep making films, kasi dun mo naman ma-realize sa mga previous works mo yung mga dapat mong ginawa. Uh-huh. Kung pwede ka maghantay. Hmm. Sabi ko nga ano eh. Actually, 
kung magbabackout ka nga, magigets ko siya eh. Kasi kung baga, it's for the betterment of the mm-hmm. film. Pero syempre, I, I guess it's not in his options. Pero, ayun, uh, there's something that you can learn from your previous works in terms of time, in terms of money, etc. Filmmaking is a learning process. I no, have, ano, one last question. Uh, I have one, a question. For this one. Although, I didn't watch it. But I remember that si Tupog Imate parang issue siya before. Linking mm. RB to CPP and PA. Mm. Ganun. So, mm-hmm. ano, um, ang napansin ko lang sa Mindanao films, parang, is it, yung kaaway sa sulod ba? Ano, may interpretation ba siya of a different kind of life of um, rebels? Ganun? Or, sa Mindanao? Was it trying to do that? Or, ano, or... I guess in a more general sense. Kasi mm. di ba very ano, militarization sa Mindanao. Mm. Parang it touches on that, pero kasi hindi naman, mm. hindi tied masyado sa place yung pelikula. Mm-hmm. Although nagsasibuano si yung isang Dion Monsanto at dalawa kasi sila ba. Mm-hmm. Pero other than that, hindi siya nakatali to a certain parang region. Parang in general lang. Kasi si Palparan, he was operating in Luzon, di ba? So, parang it's, it's more generalized. <laughs> mas na feel ko na hanggang ngayon mas very pervasive pa rin yung ano yung yung militarization sa mga lugar sa Mindanao na kumpara pa nagpapatuloy pa rin yung repression sa mga maliliit na communities na may dahilan kung bakit sila nag-aamas, may dahilan kung bakit sila namumundok, may pinaglalaban pa rin silang ideology. Na tingin ko uh, Mahalaga pa rin maisa pelikula. Kumaga parang ito yung mga bosses na uh, hindi natin naririnig kasi malayo tayo. Obviously, uh, nasa Maynila tayo, very privileged tayo not to be in their position. Kaya ako, very welcoming ako sa ganun stories. Uh, mas concerned ko din na sana maitawid din yung mga ganun pelikula na mas maipaunawa yung ano. And tingin ko naman nag-succeed naman yung pelikula in that regard. Na nakita natin kung paano yung ano, yung pagmamalabis na ano, na, na, na ginagawa ng mga milita sa mga common people. So, let's move on to the next film. Um, it's uh, Nakorn Sawan. It's a Thai film. Yeah. It's directed by Puang Soy Aksorn Sawang. Um, it's, it ties two parang threads. The first one is parang documentary style footage of the, the filmmaker herself and her family um, up to the point of her mother's death. And the second one is about it's actually very similar. This is, uh, there's this woman who's also a film student who studied abroad. Presumably the filmmaker herself. Yeah, para, para siyang filmmaker avatar. You know? She's traveling along a boat where she encounters family and friends. And they're there to send off her, her recently deceased mother as well. So, ayun. Sa, tayong dalawa lang ba, Chard, na nakapanood? Ayun, Chard, what did you think of? Na- <laughs> Ganon. Part, part of the jury, so I watched it. Yeah. Uh, I film. Uh, I'm very moved by it. I really like how. Sabi nga ni Jewel, ayaw kasi namin yung term na hybrid. Kasi parang mm. term na hybrid, masyado na siyang overused today. Mm. Uh, kausap ko si Jewel Maranan kagabi. Sabi niya, it's still a documentary. Yeah. Despite using some fictionalized ano, aspects, like very freely, you know, dramatized. Uh, reenactment. Reenactment. <laughs> Pero kasi diba, uh, yung main core ng pelikula, it's still documenting her, documenting her ano, own experience uh, before her mother died. And... Before her mother died and the nung namatay na, di ba? Ah. So, lalo na yung ending ng pelikula, sobrang na-move ako coming from someone na may namatay na mother din. Uh, sobrang na-feel ko yung kanyang ano, longing for her, uh, the pain that she felt going through it, and the difficulty of expressing that. Yeah, parang ano siya eh, it's, it's like she's using the film as a process for self-healing eh. Parang film as therapy, or filmmaking as therapy ba Gusto ko din siya actually. Um, it's a very interesting experience. Actually, kaya inawardan din namin siya ng best editing kasi we feel like how the film was stitched together, the use of photographs, the use of Skype interviews, ah. the, the use of phone calls. Uh, maraming elements yung film na uh, nag-incorporate ng iba't ibang ano, ng iba't ibang forma din para may convey yun. Yeah, so it's, it's, kaya gusto ko din ano eh, it's, it's, me to evoke something din eh. Parang also as therapy and also as sharing. 
something with your audience. Maganda rin yung pagtalakay niya nung ano, yung character kasi ano siya, master student siya sa Berlin, yeah. sa Europa. Tapos yung family niya, nag-work sa isang plantation, parang mm-hmm. uh, medyo provincial, medyo rural. So, na-feel mo yung, yung, yung character na, you know, lumabas dun sa kanyang, ano, sa, sa kanyang, kanyang origins, uh-huh. o tapos naiwan yung family, tapos nagpunta sa isang very developed country, and then yung distance between them, yung pag-articulate nung ganun, oo. Yun eh, it's, it's in, in, way, in a way, yung mga parang homecoming films, di ba? Yung parang reconnecting mm-hmm. with things you have disconnected from. Like, di ba, with, with the fictional segments, yung kanyang, parang meron siyang ex, ex-lover or something mm-hmm. like that. Na may monk. Na naging monk. monk. It's it's also a reflection of what I guess what she went through when she came home. Me me journey na. Me journey. Um mabagal din yung pelikula no. Yeah. Pero uh it's, it's some sort of immersive an immersive experience na uh you really get to know her. Yeah. You really get to know the family. Would are there ano kasi I th- if I'm not mistaken si Anocha was ano producer producer in this mm-hmm. film mm-hmm. parang may nakikita ko may pagka Anocha doon sa ano eh sa pagka-structure ng pelikula eh although yung kay Anocha it's more of yung instead of just like a personal memory parang it's a collective national memory yung kanya okay. ano this 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 addresses its themes in a more personal level mm-hmm. parang mas Ito. mas individual kumbaga Mas accessible to compared to some uh, Anoche's films. Yeah. But I guess it's also about something related to the subject matter, which is family. Family. And, you know, losing yeah. a, losing a, a loved one. I'm curious ako bigla, kasi sabi nyo po, fiction and documentary siya at the same time. So parang may pagka-meta ba? May elements of meta ba? Yeah. I na, mean, approach yung film? They, ano, they, they, they're mel- melding with each other. Like we said before, yung character dun sa para-fictional segments, it's like an avatar character of the, ano, of the actress herself. Uh, of the actress, of the filmmaker herself. So, parang there are... I mean, ano din, owing din to the editing. There, Mimi, parang ano na nag-meld. So, yeah, they meld together to form this this very interesting mood piece, kumbaga. So, and basically, yun. Uh, let's go to the next film, uh, Ave Mariam. Oh, hi! Sa wakas, di ba? Ave Mariam is an Indonesian film. Yeah. yeah. And, um, it's about this, ano, it's about this nun. She li- she lives or she works in a parang home, home for the agent for nuns. So mm-hmm. parang caretaker siya of nuns. And then one day she ano, she um, she meets this priest who comes there to teach uh, oh. young priest who teaches parang music or something like yeah. that. Parang naging conductor siya. And they 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 have an an affair. Yes. <laughs> because you know, I love God, because, but I also love. Yeah, you si can't have a madre with a pogi po- priest without anything happening. Siya, pero The modern and the palato, the nun story. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, guys, uh, how how many have seen Ave Maria? Ave Maria. Yeah, me. So, and yeah, princess, what did you think? I know. Well. It's actually not something na shocking pag pinalabas siya dito sa atin. So, kaya siguro ako, hindi rin ako na-shock. Pero, mm. imagining it being played sa Indonesia yeah. mm. would be very contro- controversial. So, um, 50-50 ako dito. Nagustuhan ko yung, yung the way it was actually um, interpreted tsaka yung, um, yung bawat ng pagpa-play leading up to the part na nagkainlaban sila and they were very lustful and sinful at, at yeah. as well. What I didn't like about it was that sayang yung strength nung dalawang characters. Uh-huh. But I found a lot of symbolic ano naman, ideas into play. Kagaya nung part ng orchestra na tinatry gawin uh-huh. ng pare na wala sa tono. <laughs> Medyo sintonado. <laughs> oh, para sa akin, feeling ko ano siya, metaphor siya ng pagka infatuation nilang dalawa na akala nila they're going into something real pero they're not sure as well kasi nga ano bang point mo ba't ka nandun there's Is something it, off with the tone yeah medyo off yung tone so parang sa akin tinanggap ko siya um, ang weird kasi hindi nga ako catholic or anything 
So parang sa akin, pero parang ako, nung pinapanood ko siya, sabi ko, parang kung Catholic ako, ma-offend ako. Kasi parang, eto na naman isang palabas about lust and sin being played with our own beliefs. Mm-hmm. Ganyan. So what is it trying to portray na we're just people? Or is it trying to point out na in this diverse world, wala talagang perfect? Ganun. You know, parang may, may kulang siyang element for me. Na I didn't under- really understand where this was going to. And na-compare ko siya dun sa movie ni Gael Garcia Bernal before. Uh, the Crime of Padre Amaro. The Crime of, ano, Crime oh, of Padre Amaro. Yun talaga ang winner na parang... <laughs> <laughs> Ayun, pumunta sila sa beach, tapos uh-huh. nagbubad sila. <laughs> Oo, oh, kasi dun, intense talaga. As in, to, to the point na, hindi lang, not one, not two sins, yeah. but five, five sins. Nakamit <laughs> <laughs> nila. Check it, check it, command best. Pero I admire the portrayal of um, the lead actress. Yeah, and yung lalaki. Yung lalaki na panood ko siya before sa... Yeah, I know, right? Sa double twisting. Double twisting. Di, tsaka sa ano din, sa... Yung coffee, coffee something. Uh, coffee breath. Oo. Nakalungot ako yung title. <laughs> Sabaw eh, no? Para yun. Ako, yeah, it's... it's um, the film is a mood. Agree ako sa yun na um, it's it's something we've seen before, lalo na sa atin. There's a there's a sort of parang cultural specificity na nawala no pumunta sa atin. Kasi iba yung experience natin sa mga Indonesians. Indonesia is a very conservative society. They're predominantly Muslim, so ito Catholic, so it's a minority religion. Tas dito pa sila na depict ng parang ano? Parang, so parang sa akin din. Provocative siya on two levels eh, no? Uh, imagine ko, okay, Muslim country talaga ang Indonesia. So, why are you showing us something controversial? And for another religion. And for, for another, another religion. Minority. So, what's the point? Parang ganun. Baka pag ginawa niyang, ano, sa Muslim yun, baka Tas, mas malalo sila ma-offend. Ang funny nga kasi may isang part doon na nagbabike, eh, naglalakad sila sa city, ah. silang, yung priest siya kay nun. Tapos may dumaang Muslim. Tapos wala silang pakit. Tapos oh. <laughs> nalawang main character. So, parang ko, yun yung medyo maganda for me. May weird lang na eksena yung nagpunta sila ng beach tapos naghubad yung babae. Naghubad yung babae. <laughs> naghubad din yung lalaki. all out hubad ah. Mm-hmm. Sino? Tapos so, parang very, very mainstream yung atake na umikot yung camera sa mukha nila. So, <laughs> yung mata- malakas yung technical last, mataas yung antas ng technical aspect yeah, ng pelikula. Yung composition ng, ng composition ng images, yung stillness ng frames. Yeah. So dun ako nadodraw rather than the subject matter mm-hmm. na yun nga eh, highly dramatic yung pelikula. Napanood na natin to bata pa lang tayo. Pero I guess, you know, showing some respect to the filmmakers, you know, it's some, nung sabi nga nung actress nung after the screening, di ba? They went through hell for this in the sense na parang uh, they had a hard time showing this to, to, to Indonesian audiences. Yes. Yung, what did you think of the third act, uh, Chard? Kasi yung, for me, Diba, the film sometimes with, withholds information from us. Para sa third act, medyo nasobrahan ako sa pag-withhold nila na tipong, ano, parang may pagkabitin yung resolution niya. Although, hindi naman talaga bitin siya. Pero, parang may, parang nakulangan ako ng konti sa kanya. I think nag-uugat pa rin yun kasi ve- sa ano, pagiging conservative ng pelikula. Mm. So, conservative yung pelikula from start to end. It's not trying to be edgy. Mm-hmm. It's not trying to show like, you know, things na... Actually, maski sa end, di ba? Hindi nga nagtagumpay yung love. So, parang defeatist pa rin yung kanyang tone na parang there are bigger things operating around our love story. Although, very contrived for me yung, ano, yung nasa confession na... Uh-huh. Nag-confess kasi yung babae in the end. Tapos, it turns out, yung pinag-confessan niya na priest, yung guy. <laughs> so, uh, sabi, akala ko nung una, hindi alam nung guy, ay, hindi alam nung girl na yung priest yung kausap niya. Although nung may nakausap ako ng ibang audiences, based on the acting of the guy, his facial expression, alam niya. Mm. Ikaw ba? Feeling ko kasi hindi niya alam. Feeling ko ako alam niya. Or at least meron siyang putong. Sinilip niyang ganun. Kasi naglong uh, nag-long shot siya eh. Una nakikita mo lang yung girl, yung tapos girl. nag-long shot siya, nakita mo na nila yung kausap niya yung guys. So parang in one frame, nakikita mo yung uh, complexity ng acting nila na someone confessing and someone listening to her. Ganyan. Meron siya silang relation. They would know the sound of their voice. Yeah, if you love someone, you would know the sound of her voice. Uh, so, oh. so, what if parang, pwede naman yung reading niya is parang symbolic lang. Parang oh. they're confessing to each other but not physically. Mm, 
I mean, contrived siya in the sense na implausible na hindi nila alam yun. Uh-huh. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Pero meaningful yun, eh, di ba? Yung, yung yeah, irony yeah. ng confession. Eh. Although, by that part, nakabitaw na ako sa film eh. <laughs> <laughs> Parang, ah, tubusin na natin to. Mga ganun na akong mode. Pero dahil conservative siya, may pagka-melodramatic din ba yung yes, approach? Yes, very much. Sobra. Super. Pero I love the technicalities of it, especially music. Yes, ang ganda, Kasi ganda, ganda, the, the guy is very hip na priest na parang uh-huh. pati yung mga madre pinapasayaw niya. And nag-yoyosi siya, ganun, mm-hmm. sa harap uh-huh. ng ano, habang nag-prepare siya at night, ganun, nag-yoyosi. So parang... Interesting din yung hip. approach niya with, ano, kasi yung mga old nuns, they're very accepting, kumbaga. Mm-hmm. Of him. Of him. Tsaka yung, and, yung relationship eh, no? Uh, Para sige, sundan nyo yan, pero alam, alamin nyo kung ano yung pinapasok nyo. Uh, I guess it stems din from the fact na matanda na sila, marami na sila pinagdaanan. Mm-hmm. No doubt, some of them have gone through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Parang test of faith nila yun. Na, Tas, ano, diba? ang gandang, maganda siya actually kasi... Noong una, ayoko sa kanya kasi parang walang resolution, ah. wala siyang point. Pero the more that I think about it, parang nisip ko, ah, siguro yung point ng filmmaker is not to have the point na matapos siya na we are all sinners. Parang no. there's, they're in a very complicit place to be Catholics in a country na hindi naman accepting sa Catholics. Hmm. Kung mag-aayaw niya mag-dictate ng kahit anong info or kahit anong belief, sa kahit sinong tao, parang ganun ba yun? Hindi siya nag-impose, oh, oh, you mean? Tsaka may, yun nga, may dalawang levels of uh, difficulty din na in a sense na minority yung Catholic sa, minority yung Catholic sa country, tapos minority din yung love story nila. Yeah. Na parang nakikita mo yung, yung layers of uh, struggle they're going through as characters. Yun. Okay, let's move on to the next film. Yan. Yay! Ayan na. Lahat ba nakapanood nito? Yung babae at baril. So the next film is Ray Red's Babae at Baril. It stars Janine Gutierrez. Um, she's as, as the girl. As the girl. With the gun as a gun. Less <laughs> girl. So she's a ano, department store sales lady who is... Ano, she, she lives in a society. Ganun na lang yung sabihin natin. And then one day, she comes across a gun and... She learns of the power that this gun can bring her. Um, on the other hand, it also segues into this, into the process of creating this gun and the history of violence it carries with it. So, all of us have seen this film. Yeah, DJ, what, what did you think of Babae? Para tong kaaway sa sulod din the sense na yung kung gano sila ka preachy or gano sila ka strong in terms of what they're trying to say. Mm. So, very clear, parang especially in first act, para siyang may checklist ng ano eh, scenarios of ano na we have to reconsider in society yeah. <laughs> yung very fact na department store clerk siya na naka-uniforme siya very strict yung standards for appearances oh, they're parang they're para silang put on display din eh uh, tapos yun parang it, you know, para siyang revenge fantasy diba na yes in uh, a way um, so overall Fun yung movie. Sobrang enjoyable siya. Ganda yeah. ng pagkaka-execute. I think. Uh, pero yung biggest problem ko dito, which ay, ang nagsabi nito actually si Tristan, na I share sentiment naman, yung structuring niya. Kasi mm. it yes. fizzles out by the end. True. Yung structure niya. Sabi ni Tristan, narinig daw niya na yung pitch nito ay, yung structure niya is the, the girl story before she gets the gun. Uh-huh. Tapos, yung gone muna so sundan yung history ng gone from its creation up until it finds its way to the girl and then sa third act na yung part na after she gets the gun yung buong empowerment phase pero anong nangyari kasi sa pelikula is the girl's oppression part quote unquote tapos yung empowerment part and then it goes to the gone story and then back to the story na yung after nung may clim- climactic confrontation, ganyan. Mm. Pero by that time, kasi parang na-exhaust na yung effect ng empowerment. So parang medyo inconsequential na yung Inayasan ending niya. niya. So parang wala. Uh, pangit yung last part niya. Kumbaga, you put into question whether the story of the gun was necessary. No, no. The, the, the ordering, yung sequencing nung, ano, nung parts ng story. So we, they should have put the part where the girl gets the gun mm-hmm. after the gun story 
Yeah. Oh, yung yung gumaganti na siya with uh, ano yung uh, assertive na siya. With Felix Rocco. Pero di ba importante na makita na I mean logically makita mo paano niya nakuha yung gun bago mo ipakita yung history ng gun kasi parang it doesn't make sense to show to connect kasi yun yung ano tip yeah. yun yung yun yung kinonek ng asin na song eh yung dalawang story na yung babae at then yung bias. Yeah. So, De, pero up until dun, sa point lang na nakuha na niya yung gun. Nakuha na niya yung gun, di ba? Kasi yun naman yung ending ng gun section eh. Okay. Ah. Pero do you think even without the story of the gun, magwo-work na yung story lang alone? Ano eh? Kasi no. ito ako... It would be a lot less interesting. Yeah, kasi when I first watched it, I still had my doubts para dun sa middle part. Tapos I talked it out with yung kasama ko manon dun si Philbert Lee tsaka si Ricky Lee. Nag-usapan namin yung film. And then, parang nakuha ko na... Um, so, yun nga. Like DJ said, it's a revenge fantasy. At the, it, it looks like a revenge fantasy at the start. Diba? Girl gets the gun. Girl, parang she gets back at society with this gun. But then, dinideconstruct siya with this second act. Parang what is what is the function hmm. of this gun in society? Diba? The cost of yeah. a gun. Of yung interpretation ko first of the gun is power. But it's also violence. And we see that violence uh, in both subtle and unsubtle ways. Doon sa pag-treat nila sa character ni Janine Gutierrez. Not in just in violence, sexual violence, physical violence, but also yung, yung normal violence, yung nagko-commute siya araw-araw, na sobrang tagal, yung, pipila siya na hindi siya makaano. Yung parang simple of, of, simple oppression of being in this unjust oppression, oh, society oppression. na... Yung just, just being a girl in the society, ano? A girl, or even just a person in this a kind of society na anlala ng traffic. There's also three levels yun, na, na, yun nga, a person in general, and also yung gendered na oppression mm. na yung, yung pagtrato sa kanya ng mga lalaki. So yun, may history nun. Tapos, um, nung una kong ano, dun sa, kasi spoiler alert, hindi yung, there's, there's supposed to be a cathartic moment na papatayin na niya si, yung, ng ano sa kanya, si, si Felix, Rocco. Felix Rocco. But she abandoned that. Because she's, um, it, it in itself is another parang cathartic moment, quote-unquote. Because she's rejecting the system uh, that created all of this. Yung breaking the vicious cycle. Yeah, she's breaking the cycle. Eh. And ano eh, yun. Uh, she, that, yun yung gustong, for me, ah, yun yung gustong iparating ng pinili. Nung, nung structure na oh, pinili well, nila at the end. Oh, hindi tit for that. Eh. Mm. Killing him would still put her in the framework of the patriarchal society, I think, um, because that's what society expects her to do. Okay. And I think I like that decision because that's the very moment where she stepped out from that framework and decided not to kill him. Kill him. Oh, tinapon niya na yung barrel. Kasi uh, the film is probably saying that, you know, it's not the act, the solution to to empowerment, to, to, yeah. to, to, the, to the oppression being experienced by the woman. Yeah, reject the system instead of you. Parang you're playing still. You're still playing into the system. Although I recognize, malaming f- shortcomings yung film. Mm. Pero kasi there's no need way to present this kind of story. Parang gusto gusto ko yung flaws niya. Gusto ko na meron siya excesses. Gusto ko na hindi siya polished. But uh, it was able to put across this very important ideology of uh, the violence in society inflicted on the woman, rooted in history, rooted in our previous experiences. Yeah. Diba? Na uh, malawak siya. It's not just about the woman experiencing violence, but hmm. it's actually history. And everything that happened in the past that allowed us to be violent and allowed us to put the woman in the position of ano, violence, di ba? Yeah. Uh, ako naman, yun nga, gusto ko yung framework niya, gusto ko yung structure niya. I think uh, there's something about it that's very compelling, especially with the use of sound design and the music. Yeah. It's, it's, ako yun put yeah. forward nung nomination for the artistic contribution uh. because how it used the Asin song for the for the middle part, pinagtahi niya yung dalawang story, even in the credits, even the sound design, na nakikita mo is trying to do genre work as well. But without, like Kaoi sa sulod, without compromising what it's trying to say politically. Yun, Jim. Ako naman, kasi ina-appreciate yung works na ginawa, or films na nagawa ni Janine Gutierrez. So, magaling siya in-release. Ayun, I'm sorry na banggit ko pero paki-cut out. 
Huwag bigyan ng platform. Abang nga ng episode na. So ngayon, eh, consecutive films na nagawa niya this year na maganda. So, eto nga, um, Elise and then Babae at Baril. Tapos from the start pa lang, or, yeah, simula pa lang nung pelikula, nakuha na niya yung interest ko. Kasi, from the soundtrack, and then the cinematography, di ba na, wow, parang ganda naman ng Kubaw. <laughs> In reality, hindi ganun, di ba, ka... Hindi, hindi, oh yeah, hindi naman ganun ka pleasant tingnan talaga. Especially if night time, di ba? Ah. And... That's because of the clamors, ano nga, cinematography, mm-hmm. diba? Amen. And, <laughs> ganun. Tapos, uh, nung napag-usapan nga namin to nila Lee after watching the film, diba? Yung naging ano lang namin, parang concern namin with the film, ano na eh, uh, hook na kami with Janine Gutierrez. So ever, with the other stories, hindi na kami masyadong ano concern uh, ganon or hindi na kami masyadong interested like for instance yung kay JC Santos na part or kay Elijah Canlas ganon so parang we felt lang na okay na yung kay Janine Gutierrez lang however I got the point na ni Richard na parang oh nga naman parang what's the point of the story kung hindi natin makikita yung history no? so yun gusto ko nang isingit yung camera work ng friend ko, si Rap Ramirez. Yes. Maganda daw yung camera work niya. <laughs> hey Rap, nakikinig daw siya eh. Pero yung, yung genre elements nga niya, no? especially that scene with JC Santos, mm. sobrang ganda ng eksena na yun for me. Or ako lang ba yun? Pero it reminds me of yung, ano, eh, uh, yung mga Mikael Red, Eric Mati, ano, eh. so, yung scenes ganyan. Part siya nung backstory, na sobrang tense kasi parang Basta. <laughs> Ayun. I think I have the same sentiments then as Jim. Nung yung ang galing nung pagkakaaking ni Janine Gutierrez as yung yung the oppressed woman in the society that is dominated by patriarchal views and whatnot. Tapos ang linis nung pagkaka ano eh, nung pagkakagamit niya nung sound saka nung camera work, yung yung pagkaka-shot ni Tate Lamar nung mga scenes. Ang ano, ang ganda. Parang naisip ko nga at some point may may pagkatarantino na may pagka yes. talagang red na red yung pelikula through and through. Yung naging concern ko do sa pelikula was the gun story. Iniisip ko talaga even nung pagkatapos na ng pelikula kung necessary pa ba siya kanilang pa ba yung part. Ngayon medyo naiintindihan na, na, ko na kung bakit nga nandoon yung part. Pero siguro yung naging problem nung pagkaka pagkakaposisyon nung Uh, ng story ng Barel was hindi dun sa expected mo kung saan mo siya pwedeng ilagay. Kasi banda dun sa dulo, hindi ka na interested masyado dun sa ano eh, dun sa story ni Janine, nung babae. Kumbaga, hindi ka na hook dun sa story nila eh. Kasi na ano na eh, parang nagzigzag na yung yung pagkakatuloy nung kwento. Pero ang pinaka talagang na-impress ako doon is how the gun became uh, a symbol for not just power and violence but also of responsibility. Kumbaga, dahil hawak niya yung barrel, responsable siya sa iba't ibang mangyayari sa mundo. Whether it be good, whether it be bad. So, kumbaga, hindi niya alam kung responsible ba siya enough to hold that gun. Kumbaga, it goes to show na um, we need to understand where we draw the line between Uh, having power and not having power. Parang naging ganun yung naging ano, intindi ko dun sa kwento. Pero, ano, I think I liked it more than I did not like it ngayon na na- naiisip ko siya. Ako siguro, um, yung, yung issue dun sa barrel, part kasi talaga siya ng script. Kung mga parang part siya ng visionary. Pero, nag-work siya in a sense na nasubvert yung expectations. Kasi, uh, sanay kasi tayo manood ng character-driven na pelikula na may isang, no, like the character of Janina Sinusunda, na the moment it's it stopped following her, medyo na-shake tayo doon sa ating expectations na, ah, saan ito papunta, etc. Kaya siguro, doon din nanggagaling yung parang uh, hindi natin siya masyadong na, at least doon sa iba, kasi nabasa ko yung script prior. Uh, ang lagi ko sinasabi, the film has its problems, but... These are very interesting problems. Sure. Even yung pagtapon niya nung baril sa dagat, 'di ba? Very Elfilio na parang na parang oh, 'di ba? Hindi hindi sagot ang revolusyon, ganyan. Hindi sagot ang. Pero yun nga eh, it goes to show yung tradition natin, the tradition ng Pilipino ng ng, ng pag-iisip regarding violence. 
Uh, ayun, gusto ko siya. Kahit-kahit alam kong may mga problema siya. Actually, it makes me appreciate it more. Mas may appeal sa akin yung mga ganun pelikula na may mga problemang... Uh, may mga prob- na hayag yung mga problema niya at pinapanindigan niya yung problema niya. Yes. So, um, any more? And I agree din sa sinabi ni Rafi na from the start pa lang, feel mo na siya na the style will be like ano, Tarantino. Ganun. So, yun. Yun lang. Yun. Okay. So, let's move on to the next film, Fly by Night. Yan. Directed by Zahir Omar, if I'm not mistaken. It's a Malaysian film. Um, about, so there's this family of um, swindlers who use taxis to scam unscrupulous, uh, unwitting pala na rich individuals. And then, after a heist, go- not really a heist, but after an operation gone wrong, which is not directly due to the, the main guys. Gone wrong multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, Worst Little Brother of the Year award. <laughs> so they have to salvage it somehow. And um, yeah, um, what did you guys think of Fly by Night? Jim, ako na gusto ko siya, kasi uh-huh. find it energetic. And then, ang ngayon palang kasi nakapanood ng Malaysian film, and uh, na naimpress ako because kaya palang nilang gumawa ng ganitong ano um, action thriller na film. And then ang na-impress din ako kay Sunny Pang, si Taiwo, yeah, older brother, el- mm-hmm. elder brother. Who's he? Chinaman. 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 Ah, tama Chinaman niya. Chinaman. Sorry naman, Chinaman niya. Ayun. So, ano pa ba? Ito yung film na pinanood ko na dapat inaantok ako, pero ewan ko. Hindi ka na. Gising nagising ako dito sa pelikula to because fast-paced din kasi siya. Yun. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun ano eh. It's a fun crime thriller from Malaysia. Malaysia has produced, you know, crime thrillers of its own, KL Gangster, if you've seen that, um, stuff like that. Uh, but what I appreciated about it is how it parang wove in yung mga, its ideas about class, also about race. Eh. Kasi the film is trilingual. There's Mandarin, there's English, there's Bahasa, you know. Um, and not a lot of films, kasi sabi nga dun sa Q&A, There are not a lot of Malaysian films na ganun siya ka-diverse in terms of parang language or parang presented. Pag, pag Mali, Malays lang usually. Pag Chinese, Chinese lang. Reminiscence siya of a filmmaker, digital filmmaker from the early 2000s, si Yasmin Ahmad. She, she made only a few films kasi namatay siya early. Pero ganun ang kanyang themes. Eh. More of, yun talagang pinapakita niya yung holistic kumbaga na culture ng not just Malays but also relations between Malays and Chinese mm-hmm. and you know yung mga ibang ano kasi ta- talagang ano eh hodgepodge talaga yung ano yung sa Malaysia halu-halu sila it's fun it's nicely acted yes. uh, yung gangster na may scar para siyang Malaysian joker or <laughs> Chinese joker ganun yun um, I-, I had fun yun. guys Mm, de- deliberate siguro yun na it's really trying to be diverse kasi yeah. yung first target ng group nila yung itong yung dato. Malay o oh, dato daw siya so parang well I don't I'm not familiar with Malaysian society masyado pero may masasense ka na there's something cultural or racial divide dito na may pagka may tinotouch ng ano movie pero overall parang okay lang sa akin yung pelikula yeah may interesting well, bago May Para sa ano eh. Ay, sige, sige. Uh, It's an oh, Eric Mati film. Oh, yun. Pinunahan mo eh. In Malaysia. Pinunahan <laughs> mo. Yun lang masasabi ko dito. <laughs> On the job, Terry Makasi. Uh, <laughs> kaya siguro parang okay lang siya sa akin kasi parang, ay, napanood ko na to. Pero uh, parang may ganito na tayo, ganyan. So, eh. yung mapupulot mo na lang sa kanya is kung ano man yung cultural differences ng setting niya. Ganyan. Yeah, it's... Parang it's it's a nice exercise in genre, but it's also rooted doon sa Malay. It's a very Malaysian film. Yeah. Truly Asia. Malaysia, truly Asia. <laughs> When you say, ano siya, diverse, may halong rich and poor, yeah. uh, yes. Chinese. Kasi sa, yes. Ch- sa Malaysia, parang, ang weird kasi Malaysia, pero favorable sa kanilang mga Chinese. So, yun. The, the Chinese, they speak Chinese. Although yung, there are rich Chinese, at meron yung mga Chinese kaya ni Chinaman na, yung mga hustler. Mm-hmm. Yung mga police force, yung mga entrance sa government, they're the Bahasa, may mga Malaysians. Mm-hmm. And then, yung mga, iba naman, 
may, may, may interesting na sinabi sa Q&A, yung mga Chinese gangsters, hmm. they're not really from Malaysia per se, they're, they're not. mainland Chinese na yeah. sa Malaysia mm-hmm. to conduct criminal activities. Naalala ko tuloy yung flyby night kasi yung friend kong si Emil, sabi niya, may makamukha daw na Filipino actors. Oh, si Alvin Anson. Si Alvin Anson. Or RK. Si Jose Manalo. Mga usually, si ano, Eric Mati. <laughs> so, hindi ko talaga alam kung sino-sino yung mga yan. Pero, you know, go. Ayun. So, yun. Any, any other? Yung subtitles siya, dalawang lines. Eh. <laughs> Chinese and English. Yeah. Chinese and English. Oh, Pero, kano uh, naman yung mga Chinese-speaking countries? Uh, usual naman. Uh, Hong Kong, yan tayo. Naalala ko nung pinanood ko yan sa Trinoma, kalagitnaan nung film, uh, may pitik siya. So, I don't know if it's in, sa part ng editing or yung sa screening na talaga. Mm. So, napareact talaga ako ng shocks, pitik. <laughs> Kasi alam ko agad yan, pag nagpipreview kami ng episode namin sa dati kong show. So, I don't know kung hindi napansin. Pero ano naman, minor lang. Napansin ko lang na pumitik siya. May question ako, Chard. Sa mga ano, sa mga... Sorry. Inubos ka eh. Ba't yung french fries? Ganun yung ganun. Hindi, ano. Yung sa foreign part dito sa Asia Next Wave, how did... Aware ka ba kung paano siya na-qualify? Ganun. Uh, yung, yung programmers, si Ed Lehano at mm-hmm. si John Badalu, they're the ones who scouted for ano for possible films that could go with the local entries. Mm-hmm. So may mga requirements din sila na hindi kailangan na malaki yung budget, tapos yung production process, hindi rin ganun katagal. So parang mm-hmm. they found a way na, uh, yun, films that can be comparable, mm-hmm. at least in terms of production budget and production process, dun sa tatlong local films. Okay. Pero, yun, very sophisticated na tong Fly By Night, ah. mm-hmm. I mean, for, uh, for, for that For Malaysian film din. For that matter, oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Okay, guys, so let's move on to the next film, um, The Long Walk. It's a low-ocean film. Directed by Matty Dog, LA-born filmmaker, but yeah. so it's about. Medyo medyo complicated yung ano. It's about this guy. It's a long walk. It's a long walk. <laughs> this guy, he he discovers that he can talk to spirits, and one of the spirits can make him travel through time. So <laughs> sorry. Okay. He uses this ghost. So horror, fantasy, sci-fi again, Chad. <laughs> horror, fantasy, sci-fi, all in one. He uses the time traveling ghost powers to go back in time to change history. But he has a very poor understanding of temporal mechanics, and things go terribly wrong. <laughs> Ganon. So how many of you have seen the long walk? Oh, ta- kami dalawa lang ni Chad. <laughs> Sige, ako na lang muna. The Long Walk is a very ambitious film kumbaga, in terms of concept. No? Um, yun nga, horror, sci-fi, lahat na, di ba? Um, sometimes, it, it's, it reveals its information very ano, gradually. If you don't know the, the synopsis, baka maguluhan kayo. Sometimes it can be frustratingly obscure about what it wants to about the information it tries to ano kasi yung yung main character yung matanda ayun yung sumagot sa mga tanong ng mga character niya ng mga ibang character so wala ka masyadong hindi siya info dump of a story parang you have to figure things out by yourself it's a, ano eh it's a, I, I liked it actually it's a nice film about trying to let go kasi yun yung pinaka yun yung pinaka ano eh parang para siyang Sama ako na great na gano'n. Parang siyang butterfly effect na, hindi ba? Ayaw maano ni Ashton Kutcher na mamatay ang kanyang girlfriend. Pero ang daming, hindi, hindi niya magawa-gawa yung gusto niya magawa. Parang gano'n yung na-feel ko dito with this film. And ano, uh, tama lang na nanalo yung bata, ang cute-cute ng bata. <laughs> And ano eh, uh, it, it, it goes to a narrative place na I'm not 100% agree with, pero... I get what he's trying to say na, yun nga, yung his attachment to worldly things, parang yun yung nag-doom sa kanya in the end. Ayan, spoiler alert. Ayun, um, okay naman siya. Ano, Chard, what did you think about this film? Ah, ito yung huling film na napanood namin dun sa Asia Next Wave. Ah, nagkukwentuhan kami ni Sir Ricky Lee. Mm-hmm. So parang ang aming assessment is that karamihan ng mga films dun sa competition, or I guess karamihan din ng mga films na papanood namin recently, it has something to do with fragmented reality. 
Mm-hmm. So parang if you see something like the long walk, suburban birds, even kaaway sa sulod, even na corn sa one, there's this idea of a reality fragmented, either yeah. by the past or the, by the characters, na parang it's very reflective of the times. Na parang there's something chaotic about hap- what's happening in society at present that filmmakers translate that kind of uh, imbalance yeah. in their films. Diba na Korn Sawan, yung docu, tsaka yung, yung fiction, suburban birds, yung past and present. Itong The Long Walk, past and present din. Uh, kaaway sa sulod, dalawang characters na magkamuka na hindi naman magkamag-anak. Uh-huh. So there's, uh, nafe-feel namin na parang yung, yung filmmaking, at least from Asia, na reflect niya yung ganung sort of difficulty and intricacy in terms of trying to find out identities and different political ideologies. Yeah, and, and truth, di ba? Kasi, di ba, this is the era of fake news, eh, no? So, you're, you're, sometimes people are trying to pass off. And may mga films na nakakatawid, like, I'm a big fan of Suburban Birds. Yeah. So, uh, Same. nakukuha ko siya. Itong The Long Walk, siguro ang long lang niya kasi talaga. <laughs> Mahaba ko talaga yung pelikula. Tapos parang medyo na-confuse na yun siya sa kanyang science fiction element. Parang feeling ko towards the end, hindi siya totally nag-cohere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, ambitious kasi yung pelikula talaga. She's very ambitious. Pero, uh, hindi naman ambition yung hinahanap ko para maitawid siya. Yeah. Yung, yung sort of, ano lang, uh, understanding what he's trying to say. Mm-hmm. Oo. Pero, Na-appreciate ko sa kanya, kaunti kasi talaga yung mga pelikula na produce from Lao. Parang fewer than 10. Yeah. Ganun ka-konti. So parang to, to create something like this, it's already, I think, an achievement. Yeah. Parang nakaka-curious kasi naalala ko itong si Maki do. May pelikula siya like, I think, to 2016 or 2017. Yung Dearest Sister. Dearest Sister. Dearest Sister. Pansin ko lang na ano, comparing that film to this film, parang there's something na ini-evoke niya about sa patay. Kasi ano? sa sister, patay din yun, di ba? Kaya niya mag-communicate sa them. She's from LA, tapos nag-relocate siya sa Laos. So, my concern is yung the way that she interprets the socio-political ano, of her country. Naman. Is it I mean, influenced ng Laos mismo or with with her Western ano, kaya, influences? Na, may, may, may nakuha naman siya. Uh, there, there's a scene in the future, like this is a future scene na everything is cashless, naka-microchip silang lahat. Pero yun nga, kahit na poor farmer yung main character, parang hindi pa rin siya umaasenso. And there's also a scene na may NGO na nag-install ng solar panel sa bahay nila. Pero they're completely misunderstanding yung needs ng community. Parang kasi this is not what we do, di ba? Yun yung magandang element ng film, no? Yung, yung modern elements and the traditional elements. Yeah, so parang mayroon siyang side na pinapakita na uh, nagpo-progress, quote-unquote, na yung lipunan, may technologies na in all. But then again, may mga hindi pa rin talaga maiwan na parts na aspect ng tradition na nandoon yeah. pa rin, di ba? Yung paniniwala sa, di ba? Sa spirits. Sa spirits, etc. Pati yung police, eh, which is parang a government, ano, di ba? They're, they're, they approach the old man in the at the at the first parang part of the film parang to contact the spirit of yung nawawalan babae so we can say na yung ano yung mga pag-communicate ng characters sa ghosts in Matty Dos films parang ano siya reflective siya ng tradition ganun yung yeah, yeah. intention pwede rin yun pwedeng connecting with the past depends eh depends on your interpretation of the film ayun any more comments on the long walk it's a long walk <laughs> to be continued.